Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. It's Thursday, May 4th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Some African-born children or children of African immigrants are suffering from anxiety or depression. They say it's the language barrier or adjusting to a new country. For some, dancing improves their mental health. It makes me feel happy. It makes me feel more confident when I'm dancing. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson speaks with girls who say dance is improving their emotional and social well-being. There are several developments today surrounding St. Louis's embattled top prosecutor. First, Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey is opening a new front in his bid to remove Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner from office. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports the Republican official says taking nursing classes at St. Louis University violates state law. The Riverfront Times first broke the story that Gardner is taking graduate-level nursing classes at St. Louis University. That comes as Gardner's office continues to hemorrhage staff and while Bailey is arguing that she should be ousted since she willfully neglected her duties in office. Bailey issued subpoenas trying to get more information about how much time Gardner is spending at SLU. He adds that Gardner is supposed to devote her full time to the office. Obtaining a nursing degree is not one of her official duties. Prosecuting criminals is. The revelation about Gardner's continuing studies could buttress Bailey's case to kick her out of office. That trial is slated to begin in September. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. A spokeswoman for Gardner says she is taking the classes to advance the mission of her office, adding that any suggestion that she is not fully committed to her duties as circuit attorney is blatantly false. Also, a member of the Missouri Circuit Court of Appeals from the Western District is now presiding over the legal effort to oust Gardner. The state Supreme Court has appointed Judge Thomas Chapman to the case. Gardner's office had requested the change. And a special prosecutor has been appointed for the indirect criminal contempt case against Gardner and a former assistant circuit attorney. Family lawyer Allison Lee will be handling the case. She was in the circuit attorney's office from 1998 to 2002. Lee will be prosecuting the case, focusing on former assistant circuit attorney Chris DeSillitz, who did not show up for a trial last month. A hearing is set for May 30th. In other news, the Missouri House and Senate have agreed on a state budget. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports, the package includes nearly $3 billion to widen all of Interstate 70. When Governor Mike Parson introduced his plan to improve I-70, it cost around $860 million and widened the highway in the St. Louis, Kansas City, and Columbia areas. Now, under the latest edition of the budget, that plan costs $2.8 billion and widens I-70 to a minimum of three lanes in each direction across the state. That plan, which the Senate added a week ago, is one of the largest changes between the House and Senate versions of the budget. Other changes the Senate made that are in the agreed version of the budget include money to fully pay for a baseline teacher wage of $30 as well as $4.5 million in state funding for public libraries, which the House initially removed. Both chambers still need to pass the budget by Friday before it can go to the governor. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. Traveling by train from St. Louis to Chicago will be faster. Amtrak has received federal approval for the top speed on most of the route to be 110 miles per hour. That's up from 90. 
Illinois Department of Transportation spokesperson Scott Spiegel says the increase comes after significant safety upgrades at all crossings along the 300-mile route. They now have uh, what are called four-quad gates, uh, which means that there's uh, two gates on each side of the crossing uh, so that the intersection and crossing is blocked completely. There's also pedestrian gates. Amtrak started operating at the increased speed this week using the current schedule. After a number of trial runs, the schedule will be updated this summer to reflect shorter travel times. Metro Transit will soon start a pilot program to install metal detectors at some stations in St. Louis, St. Louis County, and St. Clair County. Riders will walk through the detectors to gain access to Metrolink platforms. Metro Transit also says it will spend $750,000 this summer on police officer overtime to patrol stations during heavy travel occurrences surrounding sporting events and festivals. Officials are touting the progress of a program at two St. Louis County libraries that help people resolve legal issues. The Tap-In Center provides access to an attorney, efforts to recall warrants, and trial status updates. The program has helped close to 800 people at St. Louis County libraries in Florissant and Moline Acres since launching in 2020. County Executive Sam Page says it's part of a broader effort to overhaul criminal justice. One person who visited the Tap-In Center said this, It kept me out of jail. It allowed me to continue to work, to stay in treatment, and mainly stay out of the system. Once you get in the system, it's hard to get out. The MacArthur Foundation Safety and Justice Challenge helps fund the center. Some African children born to refugee or immigrant parents in the St. Louis region are struggling with depression and anxiety. Nintendo for Africa is a social organization helping girls improve their mental health through dance. As St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports, African girls say the classes are improving their emotional and social well-being. It's a Friday evening, and about 20 African girls are practicing a dance routine with Jaffe Studios choreographer, Safi. The girls meet every Friday inside a church gym in Florissant. All right, let's line up for choreography, Concon. Four corners. The African drum beat helps move their bodies through the African dance Ikonkon. It's an energetic polyrhythmic dance where the girls' arms and legs mimic acrobatic movements. They're in three formation lines. Some girls are clapping their hands, singing, moving side to side, flipping, and others are twisting their waist and jumping into splits. At first, 13-year-old Ivana Indritu had a hard time communicating at school. But now that she's dancing with Vintendo for Africa's art therapy program every week, she's a bit more open. Moving around helps with my anger because I do get really irritated sometimes and just moving around a lot helps calm me down. Researchers at the University of Michigan found that U.S.-born black children of immigrants have the highest rate of depression compared to black children outside the U.S and black children not born to African immigrants. They battle with being black in America, the stigma of being an immigrant, and the cultural perception of therapy. 
Chanasa Uwizie is the artistic director of Jaffe Studio. Her dance company has been working with the girls since Nintendo for Africa's art therapy program started during the pandemic. She uses the art of dance to boost their confidence. It teaches them the femininity behind a lot of the dances uh, because we as, as women, especially when they are here in America, the hair has been talked about, skin has been talked about, everything has been talked about, so your self-esteem plummets. Most of the young dancers are Kenyan. Kenyans are one of the fastest-growing African immigrant communities who are resettling in the St. Louis region. Mental health professionals say many African immigrants or refugees have psychological and emotional issues. They are challenged with the separation of families, learning another language, and adjusting to a new country. 13-year-old Ramla Juma moved from Kenya to St. Louis with her family seven years ago. She says dance is helping her cope with the stress of being an African immigrant. It makes me feel happy. It makes me feel more confident when I'm dancing. Juma says she was extremely shy growing up and had a rough time transitioning in schools in the area. I used to not talk to people at school because they would make fun of me because of how I talk. Like, Kind of had an accent, you know, like kind of African accent. But dancing helped Juma learn how to clearly communicate. She says the interpretation of African dance gives her a euphoric feeling, and she inserts that while in class or in public. After COVID, my mental health wasn't the best. It was went down a lot because I wasn't able to talk to other people, and I relied on other people to keep my mental health up. That was 12-year-old Abigail Sankale. She says dance helped her embrace her Kenyan identity in St. Louis. Before, I really tried to avoid, like, where I came from and stuff. And I just felt like I was embarrassing myself. I was wearing, like, a dashiki to school and stuff. Nowadays, I love wearing, like, my clothes, stuff, and eating food. Oweza Ye, the artistic director, says seeing the girls smile while dancing is the true reward. And the glee she speaks of beams off their faces from the moment the drum beats. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Ashley Listenby is the news director of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Theme music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.